Welcome to the Faith in Maine podcast. I'm Katie Clark, your host. We are sharing stories of life and faith and ministry across our 58 churches, 18 summer chapels, Camp Bishopswood, three Jubilee centers, and ministries that make up the Episcopal Diocese of Maine. Welcome, podcast listeners, and Merry Christmas! Throughout the Advent season, we brought you Advent moments from around the Diocese of Maine. We complete our Advent moments here in messages shared by the Reverend Carolyn Eklund, Rector of St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Brunswick, who hopes and delights in God this Advent season, the Reverend Tim Higgins, Rector of St. Anne's Episcopal Church in Wyndham, who reminds us that if we wait during this season, the reward will be great. The Reverend Peter Jenks, Rector of the Episcopal Church of St. John Baptist in Thomaston, who tells us that in the middle of a changing world, the love of God is the one thing that never changes. Finally, you will hear Bishop Brown's message for Christmas. We hope you've enjoyed these Advent moments, and we will be back very soon with more Faith in Maine podcast episodes. Merry Christmas! Good morning. It's the first Wednesday in Advent. I'm Carolyn Eklund. I'm the rector of St. Paul's in Brunswick. I'm delighted that Katie Clark invited us all to share our Advent hope in this year 2020. I think hope is really very important. It's a it's a godly virtue and um, I'm delighted that we can help cultivate it in each other in this body of Christ, our diocese. I've been reading a reader. I found it in my library. It's an Advent reader. It's edited by Christopher Weber, and it's the writings of Evelyn Underhill, the 20th century um, Anglican uh, contemplative, and her writings for each day in Advent is are contained in this book. And I want to share with you the the reading from two days ago. It's um, I won't read it, but. I marked it up like crazy. I mark books up with that really help me and uh, make stars and underlining and exclamation points. And it's, that's what I did all over the page of this writing of hers. Um, she invites us to delight in God. And she calls it our first duty to delight in God. That's what gives me hope that we are able to and that God calls us to and that there is a a way to spend our days with God, delighting in God. She, um, so, so I wrote on the page, as I, as I do, in pencil, she calls it a humble and adoring delight in God is our first duty. That's my hope. I hope and invite all of us to just be able to contemplate on delighting in God and therefore, that's our hope for Advent and honestly, for the rest of our days. Blessed Advent. We had an exposure in the family two weeks or so ago, which began my quarantine, and that exposure has turned into an official positive test. My son Garrett is feeling okay. He's got some mild symptoms at this particular time, some congestion and all, but he's gonna be okay and I tested negative this morning. But what this whole experience has taught me, friends, during quarantine, is the need in life to be still, 
to be quiet and to wait, to wait. Thank goodness for Zoom, because we've been able to kind of carry on business somewhat as normal after making a number of cancellations for the week. But the so very important need for all of us to sit and wait. And quarantine forces you to wait as you wait for the next test. Wait for the next day to get by, as it were. Wait for your schedule to return to some semblance of normalcy. Waiting, waiting, and more waiting. Quarantine has continued to teach me that very, very important lesson. And to be patient as we wait as well. Friends, that's exactly what's going on during Advent. The darkest time of the calendar year, we acknowledge the fact that we have very little sunshine now, and by four o'clock, the day has become just about over and the night ascends. With that, we acknowledge the fact that darkness that is in our midst, the need to wait, the need to be quiet, and the need to acknowledge all that Advent is for us. And friends, if we can wait, if we can be patient during this time of Advent, we will acknowledge the fact that on Christmas morning, we will wake up with a joy we never thought possible. If we wait, the reward will be great. If we wait, the reward will be great. Hello, my name is Peter Jenks, the priest here at St. John's Church in Thomaston. This is the season of Advent. This is a time when, for the church here, we begin a new year, Happy New Year. It's also the end, the last month of, of the, the calendar year. It is a turning point, a point of, of, of shifting. And so much has been shifting this year. We're finding so much of our lives will never be the same. And yet, in the midst of a changing world, there is that which, is, which stays the same. That is the love of God. Let us be still and know that there is the power of God in our midst. That there are things that God has planted that are, are slowly growing in the midst of a changing world like the, the paper white here, slowly growing, a new, new, new life, new growth. Let us take note. What are the things that are happening? All the changes that are happening in the light of God bring us back home, bring us back to that place of renewal we might remember where we, when we first encountered the love of God, when we have been renewed in the past, and how we have come to know God, answering our prayers time and time again. We remember the many memories during the season of Christmas and Advent. And as we do so, let us remember those times in which God has been with us, when God has held on to us even though so much is changing, because God will hold on to us again. He is, the power of God is holding on to us. It is a new day, a new time. So much is different. And yet the love of God, the steadfast love of God, is new every morning. And it is the same, always and forever. Amen. There is a Christina Rossetti poem that's one of my favorites. Christmas hath darkness, brighter than the blazing noon. Christmas hath a chillness, warmer than the heat of June. Christmas hath a beauty, lovelier than the world can show. 
for Christmas bringeth Jesus, brought for us so low. Earth, strike up your music, birds that sing and bells that ring. Heaven hath answering music for all angels soon to sing. Earth, put on your whitest bridal robe of spotless snow, for Christmas bringeth Jesus, brought for us so low. It's not often that we speak of Christmas having darkness, but my friends, it has been a dark season, and yes, a dark year. We have been brought low by grief and by loneliness and by fear. We have spent 10 months in the season of Advent, waiting, waiting for a reprieve from the pandemic, waiting for a vaccine, waiting to connect in person with each other again. In past years, we've heard each other lament how the holidays are too frenetic, from gift giving to travel to entertaining and to whatever else. Some years, we felt as though we were losing touch with the reason for the season, as we sometimes say. Worship was hurriedly penciled on the, on the schedule, offered with only the briefest pause. How many of us have said something like, I wish it wasn't so chaotic, or if we could just pause for just a moment, we would whatever. Well, 2020, the great pause came. We were forced to shelter at home, to teach from home, to work from home, and yes, to worship from home. The pause was forced, yet here it is nonetheless. And when we think back to another time of turmoil and uncertainty, we see Mary and Joseph. They waited too. The world will start to turn again, and when it does, let's remember this pause, this season to receive the hoped-for promise of Jesus Christ. Because while it's true that the year has brought us to our knees in grief and in fear, loneliness, physical distancing, added stress, it's also true that we have been brought to our knees in prayer, saying, thank you God for a small blessing for the healing of a sick friend or a family member. We've also said bless and protect our frontline workers, O oh God. No matter the circumstance or era, there is in Jesus Christ the truth that God has become one of us, embracing humanity, and this profound gift leads us to proclaim that because of the incarnation, we have a peace which passes all understanding. There has been a pause, and there has been a dark time, and yet there are abundant signs to keep hope alive. We have discovered new ways to connect. Vaccines are arriving right now, and God's mercies are new every morning. My prayer is that we, the people of God, called to be the Episcopal Diocese of Maine, scattered in every county of our state, that we will embrace the pause, join together in our prayers, and proclaim the glad news of our Savior's birth. In doing so, we shall be renewed and formed for mission. And now may Jesus Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly, fill you with the sweetness of inward joy and peace, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be upon you and remain with you this day and forevermore. 
a happy and holy nativity to you all. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Faith in Maine podcast, brought to you by the Episcopal Diocese of Maine.